0: Good evening and welcome to the turn end podcast well we bottled it in valley buffet and um, a, a two-goal lead squandered with six minutes remaining and an extra man how on earth have we thrown that away somehow to pick through this uh, we have galley <laughs> and pingu tonight gents first and foremost thanks for actually joining in tonight <laughs> this is the one i think where we all just said let's not do the show tonight." Where do you start? My God, like Jason Kirk, in straight away put a positive spin on that one, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm, I'm, I'm po- I'm positive we blew another lead, Bill. If, yeah. there, if there was
2: ever a night to sum up the season that has been, it is tonight. Like, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, it's, it's, it's like, and we've said that a few times this season, and maybe we could have started somewhere, but I really
0: don't know where to start with that one. Yeah. No. Uh, like but like we, we had this in the bag, right? We we look if we take it a team that we have on the pitch should have been enough to see out surely six minutes of regular time plus whatever added time was to be played. You're two goals up and a man up. How on earth? Can we not manage that better? Yeah. And I wouldn't mind. Like they had 2 guilt edge chances before they 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 got that um, equaliser tonight. Yeah, to and
2: I, I see a lot of people say it's a sucker punch. That's the. It's not a sucker punch because no. they actually could have.
0: They could have equalised earlier. Yeah, um, got, we just completely retreated back in yeah. on ourselves. I don't know how many long throws Eaton Boyle put in on top of us, and we couldn't deal with one of them. Every high ball that went in there. We just could not deal with.
2: Yeah, and it's it's. I, I said it last week. Maybe it was the last, it was the slight goal. I can't remember what game I said it. I don't know if it's the pressure of winning. It's the pressure. of, I, I don't know yeah, what it it's is, but uh, like take nothing away from the third goal. The first touch by, the, by Sean mm. is is sensational. But I mean, how like it's very rare we can see the dog almost cruising in the game. But they really should have been cruising to victory tonight, and it's, yeah. especially when they're one nil down, it, like. The positive spin you're going to put it is that we've come back from one nil down, albeit against 10 men. We've, we played 60-odd minutes with 10 men, against 10 men. Hmm. We've been one nil down, we've come back into it. Murray's had a good game. Yeah, you don't
3: worry. Yeah, every... yeah, it's a
2: long-range goal. Yeah, it's a long-range strike, but I mean, it's it's almost in the middle of the goal. The goalkeeper badly plays it, but I mean, we take it. But just, it's, it's I, don't know what, I don't know what word to use for it. it it's It's comedy. Like, yeah. a, like in a week of comedy this
0: just of yeah. this is just a nice wee bravo set for it. it's just exactly Pingu should we be surprised is, is that the worst thing that we're not even surprised by this anymore
1: you would on, on the state of play you probably would be wouldn't you you know what I mean on the game but on, on the state of our season um no <laughs> just about it, simply no you wouldn't be surprised but just another, it just sums us up, doesn't it, you know, and and, and I was just saying to you off air, is like who do we blame for this? Because every, every podcast, everybody you're talking, I said, A baby and and Sonny have been to blame for the results over the last couple of weeks. Neither of them are, were on the field tonight, so you can't blame either of them, you know? Um, I have it down here
0: that it's Zeus Thor, or whoever is the god of football. It has to be one of them, I think that's who Bill prays to. So it's one of them. One of them? Yeah, I yeah, think so.
1: A, just very, um it's just frustrating, isn't it? And I'm sure, look, I'm sure the players and I'm sure Vinny's frustrated after a result like that. But it's like, again, it's, is it that, holy crap, I'm in I'm in a lead here. I have the lead. You know, is, is that the way that they're thinking is how do we hold on to it where, you would yeah, never yeah. had this you would never had this fear. Even last year, you know, when things weren't going bad or going well this time last year, if we got in if we got ahead, you never really thought we were gonna lose, you know, and or, or, or even draw it. But that's a sucker punch. Like Finney's been complaining about the um the number of games we still have. Um or the number of games we have in close succession. Now we've got another one. You know, yeah. so so that that's probably a bigger killer even than, than the result itself. Um is What I would think, you know, so it's uh, look, it's just hopefully, hopefully, we get through the next one. But then, you know, part of me, the pessimist in me is hopeful, not hopeful, but if if we end up losing, does that speed up the, the transition of ownership? Um, because I think it's going to be hard if we make Europe, it's going to be hard to uh get rid of these lads. But maybe that, that's what we might talk about a little bit later
3: on,
0: yeah. And um, I'm trying to think, lads. Maybe it's Aphrodite, maybe it's Athena, and I figured out it's Achilles Has to be <laughs> Just,
2: <laughs> Has him, to him and that healer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I figured out. It's an Achilles that's that's probably ruptured at this stage, and that's that's the god we've been praying to. So we've done this all wrong. <laughs> it really explains it. I mean, look if if we if we pick the game for a moment, I think we were playing decent for a while. Their goal. I don't think anybody had to run a play really. It was a bit back and forth. Nobody really doing anything. But it, like we, had two chances to clear that. Both Dummigan first, then Andy Boyle. Both of them had chances to clear the ball near them. Does, and then all of a sudden it's in the back of the net. That's the story yeah, of our season. Right there yeah, and I mean, it, it, it.
2: We, we said it Like we don't, we don't generally concede screamers. You know, it, it's generally mm-hmm. our own doing. And, yeah, the mix up at the back. They probably let. I don't know if they're, they're not calling for the ball between themselves, but. You know, just, just somebody take ownership of it. And then when, some, I think, I think was it was a Dunbegin that did take ownership of it? I could be wrong mm. on that one. Um, He just, I don't know if he tries to play a bit of football and the lad just nips, nips the ball off him. And it's, it's, it's... It's a good finish by your lad, laden, like, from, that,
0: exactly. from that
2: position. Yeah, like, put, put the ball into the stand. Like, if you, if, yeah. you know, if and doubt, you know, it's like... Knock it out. And he, he just runs in, you know, Peter probably hasn't a lot to do up until then. He's coming in, but he hasn't played in a couple of weeks. So, like... A couple of months, um, and your man just finishes really well. And it's you know, look at it's your one-nil there, but still, like, I mean, you still fancy us to go up. It's especially when we're going up there, you're one up, and it's a cup game, we get back into it very comfortably. I thought, I thought we, we got back into the game really easily, um, yeah. But and then you could do in the 10, 10 you know, it's the usual going off or the lad going off after 10 minutes. I don't even know if it's the right oh, card, but yeah, um it nearly kills the game. You're thinking, "Ah, oh, this is going to be an awful an hour to watch because we could just whitewash them completely. And it just did not go like
0: that at all. I, um, I got worried though because I just, you know, when I'd seen the save from, um, I think it was Hooven at the original shot, and I was hmm. watching Murray in the back post. I'm just like, just put your lace through this, put in the back of the net, and it seemed to go fairly slow coming to it. And then I thought, God, has he, has he just hit the chest of the player? Did it hit the post? Yeah. It was very hard to work out on the stream. And then there's kind of chaos after, and it's like all of a sudden there's a red card and we have a penalty. I was like, "Well, where did this just come from?" I'll yeah, take it. it a, yeah,
2: it was. It was like it was a split, a split-second decision. I'm not going. I'd argue whether it'd be right. I don't know. Look, I mean, you, you need to see the game, but mm. we're still like I said at the start, we're almost cruising. I mean, it's very rare. We've said that all season. It's not that we were cruising. We weren't dominating the game, but down to, the lads are down to 10 are down to ten. We're two-one up. Then we're three-one up. Like. Mm. I don't know how you go wrong from that. Yeah, look, at a team can get back into it. But like you said, Chris, it could have been four. We could have beaten them in 90 minutes because they had their chance. If this game had had extra time, we would have really struggled. Because I, they, I, somebody did say, it, it, very, the
0: private said, thank God there was only four minutes of added time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: like, I like it was only today I realised the game was going to a replay. Um, I thought I should finish tonight, but
0: probably just like, look.
2: Like, I think Colin Case would have a post out. We're still there. We have got to play the choosing. It. You'd like to think we're taking the Oriel Park and putting to the sword, but yeah, we just don't know with these boys. We, we, we just don't know. Um,
1: Frank, but the game, it's definitely, it's definitely. As
2: well. Yeah, look, we've let them back into it. We've let like, you know, people have said it's it's a it's a scramble at the end, but. We we completely let them back and like Finn Harps has done excellent. The cat, boy takes his whole to goal really well. The first that first touch ball dropping out of the air over the shoulder was yeah. unbelievable. Um, but I mean, we you should get that position
0: on the stream. Galley the um, the commentators seem to be slightly agreed with Murray's goal because he was down injured initially and then yeah and so did, like he, a they were expecting the ball back, by the but it sounds of things.
2: Yeah, um, I think it's yeah, it wasn't,
0: wasn't even the, the most super of shots, like.
2: I'm no, it wasn't. That, yeah, the keepers, the keepers, the badly plays. The ball nearly goes in the middle of the net, um, and yeah. stuff like that would we'll be done to the ref. And Look at, you played the whistle. That's it's 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 kids football. Um, mm-hmm. it's that kind of ruling. But yeah, the goal. Look at, I actually, I actually, I missed it on. The, I only seen on the replay. I missed it. I just having the time to go to score. But I actually thought it was in the top corner. It was taken because I seen him with the ball. It was taken that far out. Yeah, but the goalkeeper was really poor. For it. I mean, if it's yeah. one of ours, we're absolutely hammering him here on the podcast. Um but look there's there's we can sit and talk there's no issues there's really like we said that a lot this season but a game like that mm-hmm. ten, like they should be like we should have all been going home early it, it's just it's so it's so sick and I mean look it's just as well as the coppers it's another three it's not another three points we drop in the league yeah um because we get to go again on Tuesday night um I think somebody mentioned the supporters meeting there that'll have to be
0: moved probably yeah um, lee, lee has been in i was going to mention it later on but and um, so originally the supporters meeting was meant to be on tuesday so it's now moved to monday so and yeah. um, just just so everyone's aware i'm sure and um, lee will put up a post anyway from the supporters club just to, just to keep yeah, everybody I mean, I mean, we have a good
2: amount of fans back on tuesday night so you'd like to think
0: yeah about yeah frank it could be over 2000 in oreo yeah. so that's that's going to make it that's going to make a big difference um, Pingu, I think I'll I'll come to you on this just because I know he's your favourite, but, you know, Huben with two tonight, a uh, fairly convincing penalty and a, a very good header. That's, you know, three goals in two games for him now. Um, might we see a little bit of confidence
1: back in, Pat? You had to come to me, didn't you? <laughs> I know, look, in, in fairness uh, to Pat, I think you're right. I think maybe he's getting fit again. You know, I, I've been, I've been critical of him because... Towards the end of last year, he was given the captain's armband before he got the injury at the end of the season. You know, for a lot of games, he was he was the standing captain, and um, I think when Shields he got injured at one point, he was captain in the team earlier. Maybe this season as well, and he just had that expectation of him that he, he he works hard all the time. So when he um, just now that he's banging in goals, look, he, he's doing what he's paid to do, isn't he? You know, as as the uh, as the striker on the team and. Uh, yeah, know you know I think even his penalties
0: you know we were critical of him before in other seasons that you know he, he seemed to just smack these in, but he seems to be put, if he's gonna if he's putting them in now he's you know putting them in with considerable power rather than you know he never really we always said if he's gonna put it down the middle, you gotta put it through with with a lot of power in it or you pick a corner so yeah. he, he's clearly worked on that at least. Um, yeah. I can see that like he's one goal that's that's nine goals for him. he's one goal off going into double digits now which I know for him is a poor return because we know what he can do Um, but we look we need his goals now more than ever I suppose
1: yeah we do and obviously with the, the run of games it's going to be coming I think we is it Sligo next week and then Harps away again obviously the Harps game Tuesday but I think it's Harps Sligo Harps, Ligo, Harps and, then, isn't it? and
0: then the Friday again
1: yeah so you've got you or it's Harps and Harps is it Right, yeah. yeah. Harps, Harps, and Sligo. So you've got like you know, it's 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 not going to be easy as well. And as you've seen, even when Harps are down the ten end they don't make it easy on you. Um, no. And that's one thing they're going to go to Oriel and they're probably going to set themselves up that they're going to be hard to break down. And you're going to hope that just any any the, any chances to break that the Hoban's going to be there. So um, look, three goals, three goals in two games is a good return. Hopefully, that's the, that's the start of them getting getting some kind of form back and. At, at a time now, it's cru- it's crucial that we do have them in a bit of form.
0: Yeah, definitely. Gary, I go I go back to you for for the um for for Harp's second goal. You know, like it's it's a long throw in, kind of half dealt with. It looked like it was kind of meant to go one direction, maybe, and end up going out for a corner. And they were just piling bodies in in them under the high ball again. And this time, Jerry seemed to get a little bit lost under the high ball and the numbers coming in around him.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's it's it'd be probably something we'd probably be at ourselves. If, we're, if you're down to 10 men and you can't really go around them, what Finn Harps were doing were they were literally going through them. And look at the got lads there that are well fit to deal with the likes of Boyle or Cleary at the back. And it was just, it was pure probably adrenaline more than anything else. They were like, they just bullied themselves into the net. And, and look at that's, Finn Hart will this season haven't been really like that. Ollie Hogg has got them playing them a little bit better. But over the years they've been known to be that type of team. Um, but that's not to do with the service. They do exactly, you know, they get results, they are sent out to do a job. And yeah, look, they they bullied, they're bullied away for the second goal. Like I said, their third goal was I know it's a long over the top, but it's, it's it's a it's a hell of a touch. I mean, if Pat Hogan does it, up Dave McMillan does it, we're talking about it all week. But yeah, look at their second goal. They're, they're probably just more frustrated straight than anything else. They're probably just trying to do whatever they can to get it, as only they've only got the ten men on. Um, but again, look at goals like that are defenders' faults. You know, they're, 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 it's, they're, when you can see goals like that, it's all fault. Same with the first goal. It's a great finish, but the lead up to it is all. It's, it's all due. Um And again, like a cherry, you can I just kind of gets ju-
0: lost in between everybody. Yeah,
2: the and if look, at, we're calling for different goalkeepers but it. If they're not playing enough, mm. he comes in and he's hasn't he played what twice, three times all season. And, you know, look, we can put it down to that. We can, look, you don't know, but then there's that many bodies in there. Confusion can happen. I mean, you don't want it to happen at this level of football. But look, it's just a it's just a typical the dark season. That it, it's it's like I said at the start. If it's if there's ever a night to sum it up, tonight like that game, like it'd be different for those Rovers. Yeah, but you know when you go up there at Valley Buffet, Finn Hobbs and that's not been disrespectful to Finn Harps, but that just shows that the season we're having was summed up tonight in the last probably well the last sixty there's the sixty minutes because we're down to ten men we couldn't we couldn't, couldn't finish them
0: yeah. off. And um, Pingu, I'm just I'm just thinking you're three two up, you're a man up. There's six minutes left on the clock. We scored the first time we scored three goals against the Premier opposition since we beat Waterford 3-0 on the 30th of April. <laughs> like, Harps could sense our fragility where long ball after long ball coming in to the box and we can't deal with anybody. Was it a matter of Harps just thinking, we're just going to keep lobbing in there because they're going to, they're going to give us another opportunity or two?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's probably that and it's probably a case of, I don't think our backline line has faith in any of our three goalkeepers. Um, being completely honest, you know, as you say, you know, Cherry was a little bit at sea. And Gally, I know you were saying he, he's only played what three games all year, but there's probably a reason for that too. You know, Cherry's what 37, he's yeah. uh, he's not the player, the goalie that he was 10 years ago, um, when he was kind of running the show with the lock. But I mean, it it just doesn't help when there's when when teams lack that confidence in a goalkeeper. And, and as you say, you've got that kind of fragility, Chris, where it's and Steph, Steph will probably be able to jump in on this too, as as a former player. Um, that you know, it's if if you trust the person behind you, you're gonna you're gonna be full of confidence. And it's kind of the more pressure you're under, you're thinking to yourself, if these get one chance against this fella, they're gonna they're gonna take it, you know. So, um, I think as you said, the the more you pump the ball in the box, the more chances you're going to get, aren't you? Yeah.
0: And um, Steph, how are you? You're very welcome, and um, Steph. From sixty fifth minute, we're leading three two, we're a man up here. Surely we, we our, our game management needs to be so much
3: better than what we're showing right now. Yeah, look, there's there's experienced players in that team there tonight. Two lads at the back even Do you know, I just watched the, the last goal again and we saw it we've cleared it and then when the ball comes back in we're still at the edge of our box nearly and One of the centre halves has just caught caught the wrong side. Which, I don't know. Like, look, if you if it's an injury time, you know it's the last minute. If the ball gets pumped up, as soon as that's travelling, the leader of the back four gets everyone out and tries mm. to catch. Because because even if even if the if the strikers don't go at you, then they're offside. But they're moving the wrong way. They're moving away from goal. When yeah. if the ball comes back in, like so. Everyone just oh, look. It's a ninety-fifth minute, but still, like you just—if you clear your lines, then you put It's your chance to push everyone up. Yeah, but, you know. I just that's one incident from the whole, from the whole it, thing. At the, at the end, like it's just. If you
0: take Steph, what what Bingo is on about that? You know, like Harps could clearly had a feeling that. Even though we're into added time here, there's you know it, it, this is it, this this season's done dog, they're going to give us another chance in previous yes. years, I think we would have held on to that ball and and tactically played our way out and seen the game out. no problem. but yes. we just seem to be inept at doing that sort of tactical football this year that we, we're just coughing up chances for the opposition and we hope that they're not going to take it. but more often we've seen this year they are taking it and Harps took their chances tonight.
3: Yeah, look, it's definitely a mentality thing Uh, on top of everything else. Like, look, I I think some of the players have been substandard that have come in and then others haven't performed to a level and everyone's sort of dragging each other down at the minute, but it's all mentality. Like, when we go 1-0 up, you're sort of sitting at the edge of your seat going, we're going to concede here. And the players obviously are thinking the exact same thing. Whereas if you're on the other side of that and you're on a winning team, even if you go 1-0 down, you're, you're sort of a lot more relaxed because you know you've, you have the players to come back into it. Because it just seems like it's game on game. We haven't able to just grind out a 1-0 win, put another result in after that, and then next of all, you're going, okay, look, we we can we can start getting points on the board. Yeah. And, and tonight's cup game, like, look, we should, the man sent off after about 28 29 minutes and then and then and then you're you're still thinking look it's tough they might make it tough for us when it's when it's one all but we go three one up and you're thinking surely we could see this one out mm-hmm. and uh as soon as as soon as they got the, the their second goal i was thinking it's only a matter of time before they get an equalizer now yeah it
0: was starting to go one way traffic at that stage,
3: like, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like like you know, you're under pressure as soon as, as soon as they're on they have the momentum and we're sitting in and you're just asking for trouble at that stage.
0: Gally, like so so where, where where did we go wrong in tonight? So is it was it our game management? Is it just a lack of confidence? Is it just this whole season of just expecting we're going to lose or expecting we're going to throw this away?
2: Yeah, look, it's probably more confidence than it. like. Look, we've spoken about Vinny before, and like you, you, don't prepare for games like that. You can't prepare for being, you know, an hour against ten men. You shouldn't have to really prepare for that. You should know how to play ball with an extra man in the field. But it's just seeing the game out. I mean, and that—that's generally it's not a fitness issue. I don't think. In tonight, and some things it can be a fish, fitness issue. Speaking yeah. earlier in the season, the fitness was a bit poor because of pre-season. But tonight, it's just mental. It's just a mental game. It's like we were only talking about Dan Cleary, how how relaxed he made the back four look. Yeah. You know, with, with Sonny not being there, only the words out of our mouth and then all of a sudden, it's three two. Um, <laughs> but it's just it's just seeing out the game. Like, and like you know, we talk about even Pat's even the Pat's second goal. His head on second. Half. It's a great goal. It's a great ball in. So going forward, the mentality was right. You know the lads are trying to get goals, but again, it goes back to the other hand, the, the first hole of the field. Just like just simple stuff. I you know, but the, the balls come over the top. But what ends would they expect? Ten ma- ten men, ninety fourth minute, ninety fifth minute.
0: Yeah, you'd be you, hoping that, everything just up yeah, there that, and open.
2: You got You got to expect that. You got to expect, especially with Boyd up front. He's six foot out. Hmm. It, it, it's a it, yeah, like Stefan was saying. It, it, it's it's a mental thing. It's like a coach can send you out to do a job, but. If you've got that situation where you're 3-1 up with a couple of minutes to go and you have an extra man and you can't see the game, there's not a lot the sideline can do for you. It's, it's the yeah. footballers themselves out of the field. Like You know, your tactics go out the window then. It's very simple. You've got a, a two-goal lead. You have an extra man in the field. Just keep the ball. Keep the ball. Don't let them at you. I know Finn Harps... Went long ball over the top, but these are That's what they were always
0: going to do. Yeah, of course, They were yeah. going to use Ethan Boyle's long throws into the box. That's that's their game yeah. plan. That's how they've been playing all season, and yeah. it's been very very successful for them.
2: Yeah.
0: So, like, I knew that. Sure, Vinny knew that. The team had to have known that and been working on high balls, long hanging balls coming in at them. Like that's that was going to be the tactic tonight, yeah. and yet, basically, the 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 second two goals from um from Finn Harps today were were both exactly those those tactics.
2: Yeah. And long throws sense. in,
0: we d- couldn't deal with it. They ended up getting a corner, scored a second goal, and then like Steph just said, it's 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 a hit and hope nearly at the end, just a long ball up. But because we we, we went defensive, we went we retreated in on ourselves, we, we created an opportunity for something there. Yeah. And Instead and of pushing off Finn push, Harps and Holly yeah.
2: Exactly, yeah, and, and Oli and Finn Hupp, they're shrewd operators. Ollie Hogg has been around this league long enough, he's a shrewd guy, like he knows exactly how to get a team ticket. Mm. And like them boys would have been well up for that in the second half. They would have, like, even with 10 men, I don't think there were any Finn Hupp's never thought for one second they they're out of the game, and, and that's, no. that's even more worrying. Even went 3 1. Exactly, and they, and they knew, right, we can get at this. They would have watched the goals from Sligo long for the last couple of weeks, and they, they would have known, right, we could definitely, there's a, there's, a, there's a weak link here somewhere, and we, and we can definitely get at it. And they mm-hmm. did, they exploded it to the, to, the, to the last. And Look, it's something they need, uh, I, you could probably say that it's something they need to work on, but
0: I mean, we're three quarters the through the season, if they
2: haven't worked on it yet. You know,
0: I think I, someone I, had said it on the comment here tonight, should should the substitutions have been made a little earlier? Could we have freshened it up? I think my only you know, came
3: on. You probably could have. I mean,
2: again, hindsight, you probably could have, but I mean, like, Again, we, keep, we I keep repeating myself, A three-one up. You're probably thinking, well, no panic for shops You know, we should we yeah. should be okay."
1: You know, look.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I know Steve. We talked about Stephen Kenny substitutes. He was very late with substitutes. I don't know if that's a thing that Vinny would have t- taken on from that setup back in the day. I don't know. Mm. But we are notorious. And all over the last decade, are notorious for making. But there were very
0: impactful substitutes when we were doing yeah. that. It was like yeah. how many times we see Georgia Kelly come off the bench and score. Yeah.
3: You know, like we we really missed that. Yeah sort of impact McMillan on back in the day. Yeah. More. Yeah. You're you're just looking at the like I'm just looking at the bench there. And you're sort like Han come on last week and got sent off. Mm-hmm. He he mustn't already fancy Ben Amar. And and then you're you're trying to say like, like Ryan O'Kane maybe might have been an option. He, he's yeah. he's decent on the ball and he's a bit of pace about him if we had like I th- I don't know like this. The was the
0: second
3: substitution. Uh, Lehi was the first. I oh, know Leahy was the second in the ninety-second was minute. was the first, wasn't yeah, it? Was, yeah. A, yeah, yeah, In the eighty, in the eighty-seventh, according to FlashScore, and yeah,
0: yeah. I, like, I knew it was after we had conceded the second goal, all right, Because because he needed a bit of height in there, and he took Murray off for him and. To be fair, the first thing he did was come on and won a header, but it went down for other throws so it was just coming back at us. Yeah. And
2: in fairness, you're, you're probably thinking we can almost make any sub here. A three one up. That's mm. Yeah, look, we'd be safe enough. But unfortunately the dog season just hasn't gone that way at all. And look, it's 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 another just nightmare. Look, the only thing is we have another cracker. It. It's not it it's not a league game, I suppose. That's yeah. the positive thing they get it. Yeah, you
3: wouldn't you wouldn't have fancied us an extra time the way things are going now.
2: No, absolutely yeah, not. not. Even like, Because that's just the way things have been going all season.
0: Even if they had eight minutes of injury time, they probably would have won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pingu, we're going to try to find some positivity in this for today. And surely the most positive news uh, was probably one that we mostly all woke up to this morning. Uh, Dan McDonald broke the news that there could be a new consortium looking to take over Dunlap Football Club. Maybe maybe there's a positivity for today. Um, what's your thoughts on this?
1: Please let it be true. <laughs> um, um, no, I suppose it's uh, you have to take it at face value, don't you? You have to hope that it's it's legit. Um, I mean, there's obviously there's been rumours going around the town for the last couple of weeks, and hmm. those rumours seem aligned with Dan's article for the most part, so um, you'd have to be hoping that, that something will come of it, but from what I've heard, a lot of it hinges on how how the rest of the season plays out as well, you know. So, um, as I say, you, you as, in, see, sorry, like finger, as in sorry, as in
0: our Premier Division status and European football, I presume.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, my assumption would be that if if we get European football through the through the cup by winning the cup or or just getting to the cup final, I think we can still get it if we get to the cup final, can't we? Maybe not. I'm not sure. No, but, it goes to uh, it
0: goes to the fourth place team if there's already someone there,
1: right? So we, we have to win win the cup. But if we do that, the cup, I mean, it, yeah. then the price of the club for sale will go up. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I'm sure that's that's what they'll be looking at too. Um, the more attractive option for them to sell uh, with European football on the horizon, and they're probably looking at it that they're going to make some money out of that. But uh, yeah, as I say, look at the. The, the news is very, very good, um, and you would hope that it's going to be back in the hands of, if it's someone from Dublin, uh, we're led to believe that there's there's local people involved in a consortium as part of the businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Statsport has been mentioned. You know, you, you've got people then in, in a similar vein to, to Andy Connolly, Paul Brown, maybe not the exact same, but they're in a similar vein to them, who, who know the club, they know what we're about, um, they know... What Dundalk has had, you know, in terms of the success over the last the last few years, you know, maybe the landscape of Irish football as well. So, so that can only be a good thing, because mm-hmm. you know, like we've all been saying over the last while, and, and obviously after Bill's comments that during the week about only offering one-year deals, I mean that's going back what I wouldn't even say that's going back eight years ago. That's probably going back only about five years ago when when all the clubs were offering one-year deals, like we were the first club yeah. and I think it was after twenty sixteen. We were the first club that actually started offering two year, three year deals. Mm-hmm. Um so I personally I'd like to see some kind of change of ownership before the end of the season. So maybe likes of Diane Cleary, uh potentially huben Mikey Michael Duffy, um, that these lads, you know, is there potential that we would be able to offer them a two year deal and just make Dundalk an attractive proposition for them. But yeah. When we look when we look ahead to next year, I mean, it's probably going to be slim pickings for the players we're going to get, no matter who comes in at this point, um, because every other club has kind of followed suit with, it, with what the dog done and back in 2016, and yeah. their offer of multi year deal So who's actually going to be available? Are we are we going to get the best of the rest? Who all the clubs released? You know, you know what I'm saying. Like I just don't see. Um, e- either way, next year I I still wouldn't anticipate we're going to be. Up there or there about Sorry, sorry. <laughs> this was a positive thing you're asking me, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I knew I went to you with the wrong question. step you yeah. saved me. <laughs> What's your um, thoughts on, the, on this possible takeover?
3: um It's a, like, it's hard to know because you've just had the first initial, like, there's interest in the club. You're going to get excited by it straight away because it's been so bad and. The way the club's been run and um, some of the decisions that have been made you're you're just thinking that sometimes it's it's actually a wind up or it's like a disrespect towards the fans like even the statement the other day like as if it's the fans fault that the players aren't playing well which is yeah. outrageous um so you so you're just ho- sort of hoping that you know whoever does come in has the best interest of the club not just business people you can benefit off a european run or something like that like look i think when andy Conley and paul brown had it like they were fans first and foremost yeah and there was a buzz about the place look everything mightn't have been perfect and i've heard different stories about whatever but Mm -hmm. everything seemed to be like there was the right people in the sit in the right places to sort of look after how the club was being run and Everything seemed to be on track and the performances and the, the results on the pitch obviously you know, make everything great or terrible. So I suppose when you're looking at sort of statements coming out of how the owners want to run things, it's definitely not what the fans want. So if it's somebody that's going to come in, might be a breath of fresh air or run the thing right, do what's the best interest of the club, I think it can only be a positive thing yeah Gally but is there a potential
0: snag in all this of what do p6 value this club at and who saddles the debt i presume that's yeah that's
2: always always the big uh stumbling block and like when you're you're trying when you're selling a club when you're not actually buying the actual structure of it so you're not you you know you won't own the ground you won't own
0: there's no physical
2: asset yeah exactly yeah so you know when you hear some of the numbers that have been put around it's absolutely ridiculous like you know for us for, for to own a club that you won't actually like you said there will be no physical we won't own the bricks and mortar of it um but it, it, like the finger the staff was saying anything that benefits the club is good news you know um mm-hmm. now having said that when peak six came in we, we thought the same this is going to be great for you know certain individuals that hasn't worked out i the peak six idea isn't the worst thing on the planet. It's the people that's implemented it. That's that's the issue. Um,
0: I think. though, I think like when you think of the peak six model when when it was first, yeah, you know, when they first presented it to us, we we looked at the names and the people that were involved, and they all had connections with football in the UK and and the US, mm-hmm. you know. And you're thinking it's not just as it's turned out now. It's mostly just you know Matt Hulsizer making the decision and his yeah. father then, you know, pulling those decisions, I suppose, into implementation. Mm. What you need is a wide spectrum of ideas and knowledge for it to work, and we'd hope that if, if this consortium are serious, that we've got some individuals, like the two lads have just said there, that, you know, they're, they're, they've got good football knowledge, they know yeah. Ireland, they know the League of Ireland, you know, and and we can be a lot more shrewder in our, in particular, transfer of business, I presume, than we have been in particular this year.
2: Yeah, that's it. Like you need people. They don't necessarily need to be, you know, an Irish owner, but you need someone who's got that interest. You need someone who trusts people to do this, to. So the recruitment is our biggest problem. And um, hmm. not a recruitment to recruit, but the, the recruitment of certain players. And if they can get someone in to do that or allow someone to do that in a proper way then it what well, quids in because there's the, the League of Ireland has unbelievable talent and this is one year we didn't utilise it at all. Mm-hmm. Um you know we've we've heard different things and you know when when Mike Tracy was there there was this, you know, and Stephen we go back to Stephen Kenny got the risk of going back too far. But it was we were getting the best young Irish talent through the door and the last probably 18 months we haven't really done that um and if we can get back to doing that type of thing it would, not even attempting to sign them, back to a situation where players want to come and play here like in many if you knock the door of the top 20 footballers in the country young talent and they who wanted to come and play for not many of them would take it at, at the way it stands so you're hoping a new ownership a new regime a new way of thinking maybe maybe just sit oh it's not even new I think it's go back to what we were originally all about and I, I think it would it would be I think I, I think it's it's exactly what the club, the, route the club needs to take. And we need to get back to what we were doing a couple of years, but maybe not at the expense that was spent. You know, we mm-hmm. might not we might not we might not win three or four titles in a row, but if it's going to take a year or two, that's fine. But you've got to get back to that mentality of we've got to sign young, hungry footballers who want to play for the club and are not coming in just to you know, we're not but at the risk of talking about people's wages. You know, we don't want people to come up and play a paycheck. We want two year contracts, we've three year contracts with people, people committed like as much the player has to commit to the club the club has committed to the player and that's not going to happen on the peak six at the minute so I'm all for anybody that wants to come in and kind of change the fortunes on and off the field I think it's just for fans you know people going to games anybody in the local area it can only benefit
0: Pingu I think one of the big um criticisms that peak six had and um, and I know COVID hasn't helped but it's absentee ownership it's very, very hard to play out, in particular in in the League of Ireland. That it's, it's it's a challenging environment at best. But you got to have your feet on the ground, and you got to be clued into what's happening. And and that clearly hasn't happened under Peak Six, and um, this year. So, I suppose you'll be looking for like we've heard names bantered around um, and okay. kind of locally who could be part of this. Is that is that what would be a real key thing to to nail down?
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, obviously, as I, as I said, the two lads, uh, Alan Clark and and Sean O'Connor from from Sports have been mentioned. I know Andy Conley's name has been mentioned again. Like the the first thing you'd be looking to do is, I think James Rogers mentioned it yesterday or, or Wednesday that all these lads that um, all these people have left the club. He said there was something like twenty nine players, but that wasn't even getting into staff and volunteers and things like that. And I think Dan had something similar in his in his article mm. today. You know you want to be getting these people back involved in the club because I, I, I don't even necessarily think... Because absentee ownership worked when Mike Tracy was there to an extent because he he trusted Martin Connolly and he trusted Colin Murphy and all these people that were involved in the club back at the time. Um, but somehow that when, when Bill came in, that trust was broken and he's brought in Jim, uh, big Jim, staff's favourite fella. Um, he's brought him in and, you know somehow that's broken down and then you hear rumors that him and Vinny aren't talking even on the ground here. You know, so you want you want to rebuild that kind of cohesive working unit that everybody is working together. And I mean, even when we talk about people that that know football, from the Statsport or Statsports point of view, even if they're not um even if they're not actually it's not Statsports that's gonna be involved in this by all accounts, it's gonna be the two lads separately away, but you would see that as a as a commercial opportunity for the club straight away that mm-hmm. any any of their sports technology that they might want to test. Well, now they've got a club they can actually test it on. You know, so not only are they benefiting, but then the club is benefiting from this state of the art technology um for for nothing really. You know, because right now I think they sponsor it or their sponsorship. Um but now you're getting that that kind of stuff for free. So when you look across all that, I mean, you have to see that there's some sort of a benefit um, for all parties on that, and that, that's the way it should be. Where at the minute, the way our club is being run I think there's only one group that's benefiting, and it's it's six, because it's certainly not done to and it's not the supporters, you know. And
0: mm-hmm. um, like Steph, the the, the the current model just can't continue. It's it's not benefiting, like Pingu just said, it's definitely not benefiting the football club. It doesn't seem to be benefiting us fans. And um, you, 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 you know, Pingu threw out the stats there of the, the number of players that's come through. We've got volunteers, we've got staff moving through. Like it's, you know, I think, you know, Aaron Lawless, this is his last week there and then as well. So that's your stadium manager gone now. He was also on the steering committee and um, for, for stadium development. So, like, we've lost, we've lost another body.
3: Yeah. Look, when you, when you see, a turnover on staff like that there alarm bells just like if if you start if you come in and just told somebody that knew nothing about Dundalk fc the turnover and staff of late yeah. yeah there'd be alarm bells ringing going what is going on there what's the issue like people aren't just leaving because they've done what they could and you know there's obvious reasons why they're leaving some volunteers are being shown the door told they're not needed anymore and people have put their, their heart and soul into the into the club for free <laughs> like so yeah it's just an i i don't know what's going on but it's 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 bad whatever it may be mm-hmm. and then and then galley touched on the recruitment on the pitch so just i like i don't like going back to it but just going back to it, like dave rogers talking about recruitment and he was sort of talking about his philosophy of like you've no asset. like you're talking about assets of the club, but the players are nearly the biggest asset assets in the club so like he was he was saying like you need, you need to target the young hungry players with potential to sell on like yeah. players under the age of 23, 24 and he gave me a list of eight people and one person to go back to come back into the club, which was well patching and mm-hmm. two of them have already moved to to England and and Scotland like i know i know like and and one and one of the other ones was Talbot the keeper yeah who was like he it was like nearly drove himself to oriel yeah. to to sign with the club so like that would have been two like gibson was one of them that went that went from sligo over to england and then Obviously, like look, well yeah. all the names that
0: you're flying through the list.
3: Yeah, like look, Scales was the other one that would have been a bit of a f- fucking ass to get him from from Rovers, mm. but like that's the sort of profile of player he was looking at within the league. Young, like are you are you going to give like if you give somebody a grand a week for a year, you could you could probably look at someone like just just say Mark Doyle for instance, mm. nail him down to a two or three year deal, and instead of spending the what a, i don't know i don't as a 52 week contracts they're on they're probably not even on that much i wouldn't
0: have thought they're on it. i wouldn't have thought so I'd say probably, on. you're
3: probably they talking about 40 42 45 week contracts you could probably get mark dial from trawda for for a snip of that and you can nail him down to a two or three year deal he's he's flying and uh, we see, we've seen him up in Oriel park he, he's talented he can score goals <laughs> Like the, the profile of that sort of player, like you've you've young hungry players looking to make an impression within the league, and, and these
0: were the sort of
3: ones he had identified for the interview the, and stuff, was it? Yeah, like that's the, he sort of put those players across to the to the club and just said, look, this is the sort of player I'd be looking to attract. them you know, you still have to go and obviously these are signed with clubs, and you still have to try and attract them to the club. But yeah, look, I think Gally was going to sign from. At one stage, after hearing him for 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 an hour or so, he just but he just says,
1: not really
0: exactly what
3: Bill's um, structure that he wanted. According to the
0: interview last week, these young, hungry players that he can get on longer contracts and then sell on.
3: Yeah, well, look, that's that's exactly. But then it. not to go
0: not to go with that candidate then is bizarre, even more bizarre, is it not?
3: Yeah, I think it was. I there's a, there's a load of reasons. I think he, he was totally had it, and then it was withdrawn and changed and at the at the 11th hour so i'm not sure what i don't know what sort of position we'd be in i so like you need a a time ball the like galley doesn't think it it would have worked out just because of what was going on behind the scenes and look if his hands were tied and he went in there and he's told look you're not allowed to sign any players but you can sign these three from from wherever you know mm. it, it, it obviously wouldn't have went down well but like when when he had he he had his plan, and structure of what he wanted to do, and everything seemed like it was promising. And it wasn't like it wasn't like the, we're going to spend the money on these players. I mean, you don't want to be talking about disease and stuff testing. like that. Yeah, but you're you're talking about bringing someone in for a year, and then they'll, like I mentioned last week, they can just walk away. They can walk away from the club after collecting a big wage, and then we're left with we'll, what we'll benefit from it. Like uh, yeah. they have, they haven't improved us definitely haven't. Whereas if you sign a young player with potential, other or, or clubs in the UK, Scotland might be looking at them as a sell-on fee, or or obviously they'll be doing well at that stage. You, you know, you you're going to improve the team, but it's that sort of profile you should be profile of a player. I think we should be signing, and and that's what that's what Kenny did. Like he at the start he brought in his experienced players, but. He only boosted it up with young promise and talent. The yeah. players from the, the best, the pick of the league. When you've seen yeah. some of the players that come in,
0: but even the Richie Towles were 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 on the dumping ground from Celtic and that at the time. And,
3: yeah, you know, we like them up and built like them we, into
0: great players, and then done the same with Daryl Horgan, and then you know.
3: Yeah, there was a there was a conveyor belt of talent coming through, and it was nearly Kenny got to a stage where he was signing a player, he was signing a player, and he was coming in. And after about six months, he hadn't played. But then he started coming, breeding him into the team because he obviously knew other players were going to move on. Every all eyes were on us after Europe and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, but he, but he, he, he also had
0: it. that track record. Nearly at that stage, after Towel, after Horgan, you know, you think McGrath, oil away, over, yeah, Boyle moved over. If you signed with Stephen Kenny, you're in that shop window for the UK.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and. I'm sure everyone in the league was talking about it. All the all the young lads in the league or even some of them mid twenties were sort of saying, Look, if they were over in in the UK when, when they were younger and sort of said, Look, we might get a chance to go back, I'm sure that was a big enticement. You had the European football, everything everything seemed like it was going rosy. Mm-hmm. And it so it sort of seemed like we had we had that structure to just continue it on with Finney. Yeah. At the, at the time, but yeah. It's a, it's a far cry from that right now. Yeah. And okay. I, think it was, I think
2: it was on, I don't know if it was James Rogers who said it's during the week, simple stuff about a one-year contract. You're trying to sign up players and not sign them on long term. If they play every game in a the season, they'll actually only play maybe a dozen games when you sign them and they can actually talk to someone else. You know, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. So they, they can play... After six months they can start yeah, talking. Because like yeah. you only have them in the door, they're getting their fitness up and they might be having a great season and then they can talk to someone else in a matter of months. It like... It benefits nobody really. It's a two year contract, if you want to succeed in the League of Ireland or you want to kinda of, a two year contract is absolute minimum. But we
0: we've we've talked about a lack of football industry in this country. If we're going to keep handing out one year contracts, where does that bring us? I mean yeah, it's you, you can't get a loan from a bank. You can't you yeah. you know, you I think about how many of these players the lads I'm thinking, you know, the, the Patrick McElhenney's, the Michael Duffy's, when they first signed for us, and I'm talking, you know, Fats the first time and stuff like that, you know, didn't have a family. They had a partner and stuff like that. Now they've got families. Now their heads are in a different place. They're thinking about stability. They're thinking maybe life after football. They're thinking, you know, where am I going to live? Do I stay in rented accommodation? Can I afford a house and stuff like that? One-year contract. you're like, you're not going to, You're not going to be able to do anything on a one-year contract. You need, you need the stability, like you say, of a two to three year contract. Go and and um, get lock them down into this. We've seen under um, previous regimes, second year always improves players. Their fitness yeah. looked better, technically they look better after a lot of training and stuff into them to get the. I, th- I think um, nobody had a right to walk into a Dundalk team. You had to earn your right to get in there. That's that's pretty much what what Kieran Kilduff said during the week. You earned your right to get into a Dundalk team, but if you look at some of the players, they we, we got rid of real good players, and we, we we probably brought in no disrespect to them, but they're, they're substandard to probably what they replaced. But yet they walk yeah. straight into that team. Yeah, it, it's
2: like the, it's like they completely underestimated the league this mm. season for whatever reason. This is the this is all. What are we talking? This is the fourth season. 50s in his own forties. Um, It's like they just completely underestimated the league. They just thought, well, if the wages are decent and they're obviously handy footballers, that that, that, that makes no sense. It doesn't make anything whatsoever. It's, it's, it's complete. I,
0: I think they used the, the, the pedestal of European football to think they yeah. could attract the best from all around Europe. Yeah. But sometimes you don't need to do that. Exactly. Sometimes what you need to do is kind of like what Steph had said. You pick the best talent within your league and then you pepper that round with a little bit of extra talent to keep lads on their toes and stuff like that increase your competition there's no harm in that having competition in a squad but the competition has to be to a high standard and i think when you compare what we've let go and how they've improved other teams where we are now it clearly hasn't worked yeah.
2: and you would, and and you'd, be ho- and you'd be hoping that a new ownership model would hit the ground running straight away because i think that's all fans are looking for just stability with the players you know, yeah. like, I mean probably the most patient fans in Ireland when it comes to stadiums. So like we we don't we can wait a bit longer. But when it comes to the on the field stuff and players just aren't what the jersey they wear wearing, You know, you gotta you know there's gotta be a massive rethink and rezoning them.
0: Yeah. A couple of things just coming in on the comments, lads, the the draw for the semi finals will be made on Monday, so we'll already know who we could be playing before we play then on Tuesday. And um, Frank Carlin just saying there that it's actually about thirteen people have left Oriel Park in the last twelve months, which is an absolute crazy stat. Like you just said, Steph, if you see loads of people leaving and a high turnover of of um, employees, it's never a good sign. And um, John Curtis, I presume, must have been at the game tonight, but he just said that only three players came over and applauded the fans tonight. The rest just went straight down the tunnel. That's not good, you know. Everyone knows the struggle to get the whole way up to Valley Faith. You should be appreciating any of the fans that that made their way, especially this season. I think anyone coming out to support them as well. And uh, I just see Daniel Shields then just saying that, you know, just wonders if the weight of this jersey is is a little too much for some of these players. I don't know if a lot of these players this year even understand the weight of that jersey. The
2: The expectations just haven't been explained to them whatsoever. You can tell straight away you can guarantee Stephen Kenny would have got them players like we've seen it we've seen it in this documentary with the, the, the RTE thing with Longford when he first took them over he had yeah. them in a room sitting down explaining what he wanted this is the way it's going to be this is who you're playing for Mark Rossler said it here one night
0: yeah.
2: he, he, he galvanized the word Mark Roster used, he galvanized everybody the players he, he made sure that you're playing for the town you're playing for the fans for you know forget the money end of it this is what you're up here for um and you know that Galvanized now that kind of what's the word for, that that man motivation maybe he's just lacking at the minute up at Royal Park and like like we said there was John if they're not even applauding the, the fans but like it's just look like I get it I get it, they're not feeling a lot of pressure I understand that but I mean you know it's just a little it's a little courtesy to fans out of travel it's not an easy spin it's, it's not even like yep. traveling M- M50 to valley Buffet yeah, um, I wonder, you know, I wonder
3: the, who the, I wonder who the three players were. Well, and I'm sure uh, John will come on and tell us now. But yeah. you could probably, you could probably pick them, yeah, pick them back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, even, even, though, but the, even those, three those three
2: players should have, those three players should have been dragged every one of them out of the, the change room. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know, how, but look what's all about. It's not their job either, I suppose. But, but you know, does
0: that not prove your point, then, Gally, Though what you just said, you know, we, we're talking about the weight of the jersey, and maybe they don't understand it. If you're just walking off down the tunnel, you clearly don't understand how much yeah. it, it takes for the fans to get the way off the bally buffet yeah. on a Friday yeah. evening after possibly working all week and the turn. Yeah, look, 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 I'm sure a game they like know, that have to work the, early and get up there.
2: Yeah, and a game like that, they just want to disappear down the tunnel. they're probably more mortified and embarrassed than anything else. But I mean. Like yeah, but you got to own up to it. it. You can't keep hiding these, yeah, these results. Absolutely, you got you got to own up to it. Um, yeah. Just acknowledge the fans. It, t- it takes about a minute. Dude, mm. that's, that's all it is. But look, that's 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 just the that's just the the attitude that's up there at the minute. I think they're just. I think I, I honestly don't. I, they can't wait for the season to be over, Joe
0: near neither, neither can we at some point. Neither can we. Um, just uh, another one in there from Frank, uh Carlin just saying that, you know, you wonder what other clubs' opinions on Peak Six involvement has been, you know, especially when you think they're they've been, you know, cleared out of Bournemouth and Roma. Like what was the reasoning behind that? Is it something similar? Did did what they originally had planned and all the greatness that they, they said that they bring to the table. Did that disintegrate and and come down to only one or two involved later on be interesting to know yeah That's I know it's, so. That's
2: it's a it's very good saying.
3: question we need we need to uh, get on it to our contracts the and,
2: and they've just gone and into and uh,
3: they've
2: gone at the as monaco recently haven't they the ladies yeah for, the ladies. for their senior ladies team yeah they're, they're bankrolling that but it sounds like um yeah maybe they're just difficult men to work for like i don't know what's you know it's if they start with so many people and then they've whittled it down to two or three and it seems to be the same people over and over again um there obviously is yep. a problem but I don't know if it's just and, and they you know just the, the mental attitudes of the lads I don't know I don't know but dictatorship I'm not really sure sorry Stephen, cross you
3: no no look maybe they're just sticking to a business model but as everyone knows business doesn't translate into football too well all the time um you you need football people involved people that understand that so i'll say no more than that yeah I think six want to buy a bit of fence
0: off you Kelly. Bit of fence. Yeah, the defense <laughs> <laughs> um well look i, I suppose we, we'll we'll have one eye then on on tuesday where where does where do we go on this gents can can, can we do it i mean i, I i've seen Friday. I think. oh yeah where am i going
2: no we, thought, no, we thought. we thought no, we were all afraid, afraid of, We're going to be back on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I yeah. hope we take Oriole Park and we put to the sword and like you'd like but to think the that momentum,
0: them. the momentum now is is with oh, Of course, of course. Right sure right now. Or, yeah. yeah, let's yeah, go.
2: Not, not in sure. Or coming. We're back they to eleven men. They love coming up to Royal Park with the with the extra man that they now have with the eleven on the field. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, you hoped that that night. i'm sure it's mentally draining i'm sure the lads look at all the talk we give them of playing poor. i'm sure it's mentally draining these boys but they have to put it right at some stage and they might as well put it right with a hammer on tuesday night um you'd like to think that they're already looking to turn them over on tuesday but you just don't know what you want to get with these boys you you really don't like you're 3-1 up we keep repeating that 3-1 up 60 minutes 10 men plenty of 10 men i don't know i don't know I, I like i don't know how Vinny, what he does to get them up for this game I, 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 like i don't know what else he can do oh, i can just look back and replay the
3: game again step um i don't know it's uh <laughs> I, 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 look. Uh, we need uh we need a bit of a p- performance as well like we're, we're at home we should we should be like we should. We should like, be thinking that, that sort of game. If
0: Finn Harps at home in in the quarterfinal of a, of the cup, we should be we should thinking this is this is brilliant. Like, yeah. let's, take this, let's get let's get to semi final. But
3: yeah, and there was a there was a poster put up from the 2008 game of Chris Shields, dressed as the Pope. Like mm. you know, when you sort of see them images back, like I know disrespect to Finn Harps there, but you're sort of saying, oh, we got them and the, we got them in the yeah. quarterfinal of the cup. I wonder who we'll have in the semi final yeah that's the sort of way you were looking at it a couple of years ago and yeah we were the best the best team mm-hmm. in the country but you're look, you're looking at Finn Hopps at home now and you're just going Jesus I hope I hope we can scrape through here uh, it's fucking sad like um, yeah. Well, I don't I don't know many many fans is allowed up to it it's not it's just probably uh, I 500 think, I think I had something saying it could be over over 2000 like that's gonna have an effect surely
0: well yeah like, like as long as we're playing well. If there's a bit of encouragement, I would like to think, like let's say, let's say we can take the lead in this. You, you would like to think the fans will be right behind them, that they might carry them through. Maybe that's what we will be missing.
3: Yeah, sure. Look, we've been in, we've all been in Oriel Park so many times that, do you know, if sort of the dogs attacking and we get a throw in in their half, the sort of crowd starts getting a bit of a buzz. Well, and one good tackle in can just change the whole game, yeah, change the momentum in the crowd, can't it? Yeah, yeah, and you, you just hope that the players don't, you know, get a bit. I don't know, the, like I don't know if fearful is the word to use, and be afraid on the pitch. Like the the fan, like the fans, get right behind you unless you're not putting in your shift.
0: But then there's no you know, harm in that if you're not putting in the shift. You know, if they call you out for it, that's yeah,
3: know, that's, that's that's fair game. If, I think if so. you're not putting in the shift, if you're not like, look, we've we've seen players not playing well, but. Certain players that will be dogged and walk and nick balls off uh, in challenges and stuff like that, and pl- and the fans get right behind. Even they mightn't be the most talented players, but when you see non-triers or yeah. you know players going into their shells and stuff like that and just hiding, you know that's that's when the fans will really get on top of them. So it, it can either be a massive plus for us or it can be a really big negative. It, it'll just be how the players react. To, to it, I suppose. Mm. And just a comment in there, Gally, from, from Eamon Collins I, I don't
0: know, I haven't seen this night, but um, it must be something that there's one or two fans calling for a, a boycott of the, the game. Yeah, I think
2: there's one or two saying, look, they don't deserve anybody to go. But look, that's that's the term I'd use. It is probably a knee jerk reaction, but mm. they probably need fans. I know we spent a lot of time out of the stadium now with COVID, but.
0: They probably need them choose Tuesday night more than anything in the for the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I on we we the just to get a, some sort of a result there. Even if, you know, we're into a semi-final, just, we need some sort of momentum to yeah. take into the league. And I'll take this anywhere. Like, we're, we're starting to get a couple of players back from suspension if we can, you know, who would go straight into the team like we've seen today. Sean Murray seems to be a lot fitter than we had seen for a lot of season. Hooban seems to be getting a bit of fitness back in as well. Like. We just we just got it like I like I said earlier on, that's Huben's third goal in two games. Mm. Like if he can continue that, we'll be we'll be okay this year. We'll we'll be somewhat safe. But I I yeah, I'd be I'd be against any sort of boycott of the team because for it to go really wrong, lads, and let's say we could there's a potential we could get kicked out of the cup, end up in a relegation playoff or worse, and end up in the first division and then you know, like where does where does that leave us as a club yeah you know like you any say, potential bit, investors will be looking at going well now you yeah. have to spend money to rebuild the club to get them into the premier division yeah that's extra cost yeah
2: and you like to think of you know if they can talk if they can turn up and display i put on a good display tuesday night like you say a bit of momentum into friday night's game then as well the friday or saturday friday and um,
0: i think it's friday, friday and then a monday game yeah so much- Intro in the... So we've got a lot uh, of games, We've it's an extra Frank game. Obviously, Tuesday, these, but... Sligo on Friday, and then Bose on Monday, all at home. Yeah, well there you go.
2: You've, you've three games. We've got an extra game now at Royal Park. That's Actually, see, you could have a bit of momentum there, surely. Yeah, hopefully over the next... You're talking three games in six days. It's not ideal. They don't want the extra game, but, I mean, look, a couple of the making making it for the next couple of weeks. and Might spare them all for something,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's drinking the holy water till then. And... <laughs> um, <laughs> Gents, I think we will leave it at that tonight. We'll be back with our usual Man of the Match competition um, with Tony's pizzeria, It's presume, for the replay. We kind of went way off topic tonight, and I forgot all about it, so I'll hold my hand up there and say I forgot. Um, so apologies for anyone who did um, message in. We will definitely do it on Tuesday. Um, who wants to leave it? our final word tonight? Anyone? I don't even
2: know what to say. Uh I'll tell you, you what we do we, we, we go back to the original How about No Peak okay. 6 Have a party There you go Done
3: No Peak 6 Have a party